0: To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Hello everybody and welcome to WaltCast, the podcast all about the life and times of Walt Disney. Thank you so much for tuning in, this is the very first episode. Um, So apologies if things are a little rough, everything's still being ironed out and everything. I just wanted to let you guys know... Everything is off script. This is just me, myself, and I just talking about um, one of my all time heroes, Walt Disney. Um, So, this episode, we're going to be talking about basically Walt's early life, uh, especially his time in Marceline. Now, earlier in June, I was blessed with the opportunity to actually go to Marceline, Missouri and see, you know, everything there. see his farm see his <laughs> there's so much um, which i'll get into um i'm still kind of flabbergasted by the whole opportunity um but i'll tell you all about it um so really just thank you guys for tuning in and i hope you enjoy the very first episode so now that i've got the uh Well, basically, the episode introduction out of the way, Um, I'll take a little bit of time to introduce myself. Um, My name is Tate. Um, I have been a fan of Disney for as long as I can remember. Uh, Growing up, I was uh, very fortunate, and my parents did take me to Disney quite often. Now, when I say Disney, I really just mean Disney World. We only ended up going to Disneyland one time, and that was not even the main purpose of the trip, which was just a road trip through California. Um, But I've really always been a Disney historian, um, specifically Walt Disney. Um, I don't know what it is or what about the man that, that really drew me to him to be so enthralled with his life and his really everything about him. Um but it's been that way as long as I could remember as well. Um so um I am really just starting this podcast because um I don't want to use the word um erased but I feel like Walt is is not necessarily a part of Disney as much as he should be anymore. Um, especially, I mean, we just saw the uh, Walt Disney World 50th anniversary come and go. Um, and there was some Walt, um, but not enough. And now we are in Disney's 100th uh, anniversary. And there are quite a few things with walt but once again i don't think it's enough for for what you know this man did for that company um so really i just wanted to make a place where i can rant about things and just gush about walt disney Um, so that's really what this is going to be i'm going to be uh talking about uh just parts of walt's life Um, every episode is going to be just about, you know, part of his life and what I think about that. Um, I never really thought I'd be doing a podcast because I really feel, uh, (laughs) I really feel like everyone has a podcast nowadays, but, um, I was really inspired to pursue making a podcast, uh, by Matthew over with the, uh, I want to say Imagineer podcast, but the Imagination Skyway now. So Matthew, if you are listening to this, I am still struggling to this day to get your uh, new name right. Uh, So you'll have to forgive me for that. Um, But yeah, I just really over the last like year or so, I've just been listening to him and uh, I was like, you know what? Um, I, I got some, some stuff that I want to say about Disney and um So I threw my hat into the ring and now here I am uh, getting ready to publish my first podcast episode. Um, It has always been a dream of mine to one day actually become a Disney Imagineer, Um, although I have not necessarily uh, gone to school or anything for that uh, degree of work yet, but um, I plan on it. so hopefully you guys get to witness that journey. Um, but I'll go ahead and stop talking about me, and uh, we'll uh, go ahead and uh, get into the episode. So uh, here we go. Alrighty. So I want to start the first episode off um, with a quote from Walt Disney himself. More things of importance happened to me and Marceline than have happened since or are likely to in the future. Now that is, I think, the perfect statement to sum up Walt's, you know, thoughts on Marceline. That shows you how important that it was to him. And really, hopefully by the end of this episode, you understand that, you know, Marceline truly did inspire a lot of things for Walt. So... Let's go ahead and start with the history of Marceline. So Marceline, Missouri was founded in 1887. And the only reason it was really founded was because a railroad. Now, once the uh, Santa Fe Railroad was being built, they decided that they needed some stopping points. So they pitched the idea of a town which ended up being Marceline, Missouri. So that itself shows Marceline started because of trains. And as we probably all know, Walt Disney loved trains. So um, let's backtrack a little bit. Well, I guess I should say jump forward a little bit to Walt Disney's birth. So Walt Disney was born to Elias and Flora Disney on December 5th, 1901 in Chicago, Illinois. Now, he was the fourth child of the family. Um, There would eventually be five, but when he was born, he was the fourth. So his siblings are Herbert, Raymond, Roy, and then his younger sister, Ruth. So his home in Chicago, the house itself is still there. Um, I have been to it once. I was pretty young when we went there, so I don't really remember all that much about it. Um, so I'd really like to, you know, go back there. Um, regardless in 1906, um, Walt and his family packed up, hopped on the railroads and moved to Marceline, Missouri. Now they moved there because, uh, Elias's brother, Robert had bought land and they were going to go try their hand at farming. Um, they stayed there surprisingly for only about five years. They left after five years and moved to Kansas City where a lot more important things happened. So Marceline to Walt Disney is very important in in many ways. Um, it, It started his love of trains. Obviously, as I've already stated, the Santa Fe Railroad had a very heavy presence in Marceline. So that's where he got his love for trains. He started drawing and painting while he was in Marceline. He was actually hired, like I said, I'm sure you guys know this story, but he was hired to draw a neighbor's horse, and that's where he truly got his start. Now, he also started, well, <laughs> funny story, he did a circus for for the locals, and wasn't a very good circus, and his mother made him refund all of the money that he got from said circus. But that is where I believe he really got his showmanship from. Now, while he did live in Marceline, he basically learned to draw from sketching other drawings from a local magazine. Um, so there is three absolutely very important factors of Walt Disney, and he got it all from Marceline itself so let's go ahead and talk some more about Marceline itself so while Walt was there he really decided where he was heading in life um and it's also where he experienced a lot of things for the first time, like uh, he saw a play of Peter Pan and while he was in Marceline. So there you go. That's something that stuck with him long enough to you know, have him actually make an animated version of Peter Pan. So let's talk a little bit about my experience in Marceline. Um, I was there on... June 3rd, for celebrating a moment in time, which was a D23 event. I am not a member of D23, but it was open to the public. So, didn't get to experience all the cool D23 stuff, but still got to be there, which was exciting enough. So, um, really what, what the whole point of it was, is celebrating Disney's 100th anniversary, which is, of course, this year. And... There was a replica of the Main Street USA clock donated by Citizen that was installed at the Walt Disney Hometown Museum, which is there in Marceline, of course. So, a cool fact about the uh, Hometown Museum is that it is actually the old Santa Fe Railroad Depot. So, the train itself no longer stops in Marceline, but the history of it is contained in a building that is now the walt disney hometown museum so that is you know super super cool and they had this celebration at a place called the ep ripley park now if that name sounds familiar it's no coincidence so the ep ripley park was named after Edward Payson Ripley who was a I believe a vice president of the Santa Fe Railroad. So if if you know your Disney history at all, the second locomotive at Disneyland is called the EP Ripley and it is named after technically the man, but he got the name really from the park. So the park is called the EP Ripley Park it has been since, you know, Walt's been there. So that's where he got that and that's I thought super cool. I did not know that going in at all. Um, So they had a festival in the park. There was a bunch of uh, local vendors. And it was great to see the community come out in in support of all of the Disney fans that were, you know, coming to see their town. And it was great. Everyone was so friendly. Um, Just absolutely loved it. Loved being there. Um, So they had a few events they had the the clock unveiling almost the dedication ceremony which they just you know came out and they're like hey you know this is you know for Disney you know hundred years let's go um, there was also another one where the uh, mayor of Marceline was actually given a flag a platinum flag for the Disney 100th anniversary and It was actually an original flag that was made for one of Walt's visits. It was a replica of that, but in the, you know, the platinum of the Disney 100. And that, both museums are going to be housed in, or both flags are going to be housed in the hometown museum now, which, super cool to see that. Minnie and Mickey came out. It was a great little, little ceremony. Um, The... Event also included a meet-and-greet with Brett Iwan, who is, of course, the voice of Mickey Mouse. So I got to meet him. Super nice guy. Um, Didn't have too long to talk to him, of course, because there was a big old line of people wanting to meet him. So got to see him, say hi, uh, get an autograph from him, thank him for voicing Mickey Mouse, standing in for the big guy, and moved on. Um, So there was an event afterwards which was uh like a dinner event with fireworks show and all that stuff unfortunately couldn't afford to go to said event um but i've heard great things and i'm sure you guys can probably find a lot of it on youtube um just look up celebrating a moment in time on youtube um there were also a lot of disney influencers there i actually got to meet one of my favorites paging mr morrow Um, he was there i got to meet him for the first time that was great and he has a great video on the whole event so if you really want a visual of what i'm talking about go and watch his video um let's see some other things that were were really cool is so the disney farm or at least the land that the disney farm is on is still there um It's privately owned by, of course, other people now because the Disney family is long gone. Uh, So there is a replica of the Disney family farm. Now, the replica is actually really cool because it is actually built from the blueprints of a barn that Walt Disney built in his backyard in California. So he basically had a... Blueprints drawn up, inspired by his family's farm. And then he built it in his backyard. And then this barn for Walt's 100th birthday, they built it from the same blueprints. So it's, you know, exactly how their barn would have actually been. And inside of it, there is, I mean, two decades worth of... People writing thank yous to Walt, thank you to Disney, and just all these quotes. It's just, there's so many that it's hard to find a place to write something in that barn because it's, you know, been allowed that you could write stuff in that barn for, you know, 20 years. So it's an amazing experience. Um, Me and my wife were actually in there by ourselves, and that was very powerful, and I, of course, wrote a message to Walt, thanking him for all that he did, and I would like to think he was smiling down while I did it. Um, nearby uh, the barn is where a tree used to stand. Now, Walt deemed this his dreaming tree because he used to sit under it and dream, and it's no longer standing. It was an old tree. It blew down about 20 years ago. So that's unfortunate. But where it was is still, you know, marked and, you know, this is where it was. So that's, you know, super, super, super cool. Um, other than that, um, the whole Marceline experience was amazing um if you've never been to Marceline I highly recommend going to it there's I mean so much to look at so much to do um and you also get a feeling like wow yeah this definitely did inspire Walt Disney to you know make Main Street USA because basically everything in the town is on one street um so it's super super cool um The things that have been inspired by Marceline at Disney, they're there. You can look for them. Mainly, they're at Disneyland because that's, of course, Walt's Park. That's Walt's dream right there. So um, obviously, you have the Main Street USA. That's at every Disney park now. So Marceline is literally a part of every single Disney park. Um, You have the EP Ripley the train at disneyland which actually was recently refurbished and brought back so super cool Um, one of the buildings on main street usa is hotel marceline which is really cool because there is actually now a hotel marceline in marceline that's dedicated to disney and then the coca-cola refreshment corner which in other places it's casey's corner etc it actually was inspired by a a corner at Marceline that had a giant Coke advertisement on it. And that advertisement has been restored so that you could see that too. It's super, super cool. Um, let's see. Um, the final thing that I want to say about Marceline is it's very much still a small close knit community. Um, there's, you know, it's a, it's, Everything there is really a local business. Um, everything is locally owned, locally operated. Uh, the museum itself is is largely run by volunteers. Everything there is, you know, just it, it could use your support. So if you ever get a chance to actually go to Marceline to check it out, I highly recommend it. And like I said, it is in the middle of nowhere. Uh, it's, you know, two hours away from Kansas City um so if you ever find yourself you know able to definitely definitely go do it because they could definitely use your support Um, in the bio i will uh, link uh, ways that you can help uh, the community you can donate to the museum you can buy merchandise from them Uh, there is uh, a thing called project marceline and it's basically a group of people that is, you know, wanting to restore Marceline to really how it was when Disney was there. Now there is a place called the, uh, Uptown, uh, theater. And what's really cool about that is back in the fifties, um, Walt Disney actually came to Marceline to premiere the, uh, great locomotive chase, uh, starring, uh, Fess Parker. Now he, did come to Marceline a lot, which is something I found out. He was no stranger to Marceline. He came by a lot. Most, most like chances he got, he did come because he likes it. It was his hometown. That's what he considered his hometown above, above everything else. Um, so really I'll, I'll link to all these amazing things that you can check out and really just support, this small town that is trying so hard to preserve Walt Disney's legacy. Um, really, that is that is all I, I do have to say. Now, um, what I really do want to get across to you guys is this is a one-man show. Um, I am not doing this uh, for profit. Um, I am simply doing it because I love to talk about Walt Disney. I love to share my experiences with Disney. So, um, I'm hoping that I can really grow. I'm hoping I can really, you know, find an audience that, that you guys will actually bear with me and, and listen to my, my things. And I would be very, very thankful. Um, if you would like to get in touch with me, um, you can always, uh, message me on my Instagram, which is Waltcast Disney, and you can also send me an email. So if you want, uh, to, if you want to, you know, give me ideas of something to talk about, tell me something I don't know, um, give me feedback, send it. I will gladly take a look at it, read it, have conversation with you. Um so the email is also waltcastdisney at gmail.com. Um, I'll have everything linked. Um but really uh that's that's all that I have. So thank you well that's all for this episode of Waltcast so thank you guys so much for tuning in and thank you so much for the support Um, I hope to see you all again next episode and please always remember there's a great big beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day there's a great big beautiful tomorrow and tomorrow's just a dream away Man has a dream and that's the start He follows his dream with mind and heart When it becomes a reality It's a dream come true for you and me So there's a great big beautiful tomorrow